Welcome to episode number 13 of the Grab Blogger podcast. This is the podcast where helping academics create online businesses, change the world with their research experience and their expertise. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Cloney. In today's episode, we're talking about personal productivity systems. In particular, we're talking about getting things done using my personal mashup of a productivity system called Capture, Sort, Do. So in this episode, we'll be talking about personal productivity, how to organize all the crazy things that are going on in your head, how to come up with a system to actually get things done. And all of that is really on top of all the other things you have to do. You need to create content. You need to build a community. You focus on the change you're going to do in the world. You need to focus on social media and all these different things that we've been talking about in the last number of podcast episodes. It's probably enough to really make your head spin. And that's why I want to kind of take a step back and talk a little bit about personal productivity. How can we go about getting more done in a day? How can we go about getting things better? How can we create a system, a framework to be more productive at work, at business, and in our life in general? So that's what we're going to be going through today. In this episode, we'll talk about why do you need a system in the first place? What is getting things done if you haven't heard of that system? What is my kind of personal rendition of it? Capture, sort, do. And I'll close with some struggles that I had. So we'll walk through exactly how to do the capture, sort, and do process. Talk about some struggles and some modifications I made over the, the last number of years. So in terms of why do you need a system in the first place, I kind of track this back to, to when I had a corporate job back 2016. And before that, I was doing grad school at the same time. I was really into personal development. I wanted to become financially independent. I was just trying to do all of these things. And, and I literally felt most of the time like my head was going to explode. There's so much stuff rattling around there. There's so many thoughts, so many ideas. I want to do real estate development. I want to start my own entrepreneurial venture. Uh, this was before I even heard of online business and blogging and before I started my own company, an independent research company. This is you know, just the, the rush of life and so many things going on. It was very hard to keep track. And I know a lot of graduate students feel this way, especially if you're trying to do a side hustle, especially if you're trying to blog or do science communication while you're doing this work. So that's really the first thing is getting that fixed and getting that figured out and realizing a couple things about yourself. So one of the big turning points in my life with regards to this was a book called Getting Things Done by David Allen. And you can find this as a hashtag GTD. There's a pretty big community built up around it. And in this book, David Allen breaks really life into three things, only three piles. This is your whole life in three piles, tasks, projects, and reference information. And in the book, he has a lot of discussion, a lot of talking about how to organize tasks, how to put them into projects, which are really just bins and categories for those tasks. What is reference information? He has flowcharts with uh, all kinds of different things, talks about accordion files and all these different storage systems. And it's, very, it's a very worthwhile book in the terms of, of the realizations you get from it, but it's also pretty complicated to implement as a, as a sort of long-term or full full, you know, soup to nut sort of strategy. So there were some big realizations I had from this book, though, once I read it, and I very, very much encourage the, the listeners to, to get their copy as well. The first of these was that reference information is not important, and it might never be. So if you're trying to remember that, I don't know, that location you want to find when next time you're traveling to California to eat, well, that's good. But if that's rattling up there trying to while you're trying to write your PhD thesis, it's going to slow things down. So you really need a system for storing reference information. And just realize that most of the reference information you go to store, you will never actually use that at the end of the day. So you got to get out of your head. That's going to be one of the tricks that we'll talk about in, in the system is getting things out of your head so you can be more present when you're actually living life. Realization number two, projects are like boxes. It's better to have lids. So 
if you have a thousand open projects at all times, you're going to be really stressed. I really think now with projects, just like I said, they're like boxes, they have lids. I have maybe 15 projects at any one time, but I only have maybe two at most three boxes open to look at what's inside, to look at the tasks, to look at the reference information. Every other box is closed and I don't touch it. Instagram growth for my website, not touching it. It's in a box that's closed um, for right now. Well, when you're listening to this, if you're in the future, I may be doing a lot more on Instagram, but that's how I think about projects. They're like boxes, they should have lids, and you open them when you need to and want to look at that specific project. And the third realization is that tasks are never ending. You'll never be done your to-do list. And progress is really stymied on tasks, not by the difficulty in getting them done, but the difficulty in getting started. You waste more time thinking about which tasks to do next than you ever do not being efficient doing tasks. One caveat to this is maybe, you know, 3.30 or 4 o'clock on a Friday afternoon, you're trying to start writing a paper or writing your thesis or something. You may find it quite hard to, to move forward on that. But the on Balkan, kind of statistically speaking, progress is stymied not by not doing tasks well, but not getting started. So those are three realizations I had from getting things done by David Allen. I started to use his system, started to implement my own processes. What I came up with was a system called Capture sort, do. And that's what we're going to walk through, the different steps of that, how I organize my my tasks, my projects, and my reference information. And hopefully that helps you clear your head a little bit and also make more progress day to day on the things that you're working on. So how do I get things done? Again, I mentioned capture, sort, do is my process. And we're going to walk through each of those three steps um, in sequence. So step one, capture. The big key here is to externalize every idea. Every thought, every to-do, every want-to-do, things that are on your maybe-to-do list, just stuff that pops in your head, externalize it. So this lets you actually live your life more fully. When you're sitting at the beach, you can think about the beach, and if you have a thought about your new content idea or social media strategy or something you need to do at work or whatever it is, you externalize. And the way I do that is actually email myself. I have a specific Gmail account set up just for self-organization and personal productivity, I email everything from, oh, I forgot I got to take out the garbage on Friday to I have to feed the cats on Saturday or whatever it is to really big things. You know, maybe I want to do this in my life or have this goal. Everything gets externalized to this Gmail account. There's a time when you maybe could write these ideas down in a journal or in a paper, on a piece of paper, uh, and maybe you still can, but I found that I have too many in a day, and I know how many I have because I see them in my, my email inbox every morning. It's around 30 to 40 ideas, and... Keeping them on an ongoing list is pretty hard. but So that's it. That's the first step is capture everything but externalize it. You can externalize it again as writing. I like to do a personal Gmail account where I just email everything. It kind of drives my knife, my wife nuts because she tells me something and I immediately whip out my phone and email it to myself. But she knows at the end of the day that it will actually get done because of that whole system we built up. So that's the first step. The second step in my getting things done system is sort. So we capture all that information, we externalize it, now we sort it. This is the most important part. So capture will have a really big impact on your life in the sense of you'll be able to be more present, you'll not have the stuff festering around your mind, you'll know it's in a safe place. Sorting is the most important part for actually personal productivity and what you get done. So I break sorting to daily sorting, weekly sorting, monthly sorting, annual sorting, quarterly sorting, which are more quarterly and annually are more for my you know, personal goals and how am I doing on, on all my personal stuff. But daily, weekly, and monthly are more for my projects and my to-do lists and my business. 
So daily, let's start there because that's what we're going to do most, 365 times a day. And I actually recommend interdaily as well, but we'll, we'll get into that in a second. So daily, I sit down. The first thing I do every day is go to my organizational email that I've sent all those ideas to the day before. And I move every item to either reference, project, or today's task list. So if it's like I should meet this person next time I'm in Toronto, it goes on a reference list, a digital reference list that says people to meet followed by Toronto. If it's a project, if it's related to a project, if it's an idea, then it goes with that project in a file folder. I used to do physical file folders, but now I do digital. Um, And I move that to that project. And if it's something I need to do today, like maybe take out the garbage or email a client or whatever it is, that goes on today's task list. So one tool I really like for the sorting is Boomerang. And this is why I use Gmail, because there's lots of great tools like this. If the thing's not relevant right now, if it's relevant in two weeks or relevant in six months, I'll use Boomerang, which allows you just in one click to say, send me this email again at this date and time. So if it's not important till next Tuesday, then I'll boomerang it till next Tuesday. Then when I do my whole daily sort on that next Tuesday, I'll see that in that list. So that's a really good tip, a really good tool that you can use there. The next thing is to, now you have a a list of tasks to do for that day. You want to review your open projects. Again, you should not have 15 open projects. Projects are like boxes. They need lids. So the two or three projects have open any given time. Just review the task lists in those projects and add any that need to be done today to your day list. So I literally used to do this on a large sticky note, one of the, uh, I don't know, four inch by eight inch sticky notes you have with the, the ruled lines on it. And I divide my task list into four segments. It used to be personal, school, business, and organization. Now I don't have school anymore, so it's personal, nice to have, business, and organization. Those are my four categories. And any task goes in under one of those four. Um, it's funny that I've replaced school with nice to have now. I'm not sure exactly what I'm saying about my PhD program, but nice to have is where I put the stuff that doesn't really matter if it gets done today. Personal is where I put my personal things like need to fold the laundry or whatever. Business for my business and organization is like clean my office or I don't know, some things that help me with an organizational side. So now I have this list of daily tasks. It's divided into four. And the other kind of sorts we have are weekly sorts. So weekly and monthly, we really just go through all our 15 projects again and say, are the ones open, the ones that need to be open right now? Are start and finish? Can we archive them? Can we close those forever? And then they go into kind of reference storage. And I actually do this in my business. Any projects that we've done and completed get what we call archived, move to an archive folder, we put a date stamp on it, we move to the giant archive project list. But the big thing is that weekly and monthly, you're looking at your projects and going, Which ones are open right now? Do they need to be open? And which ones are closed? Then when you're doing your daily sorting, you're never looking at closed projects. So those are the first two steps of getting things done using my system, capture and sort. Now it's time for do. So step number three, to actually do the things that are on your list. This is where the rubber meets the road. And it's important at this stage to forget everything that's not on your list. So if it's not on that daily list, it doesn't get done. If it pops into your head randomly during the day, it gets externalized to your email account. So you don't think about it. The only things you have to do that day are the things that are on your list. Anything that really comes in and needs to get done can get added, but I'd really recommend trying to, to avoid that if you can. So the, what I like to do for this is I use a combination of systems. Um, I only do one task at a time, so I have a task. I have a list each day of maybe 20 things to do. It's broken into the four, four segments. 
what I do is I put a red box. I don't know why it's a red box, but I think it's because I had a red pen the first time I did this process. Now I still use a red box. I put a red box around the one thing that I'm doing right now. And I estimate, this is an important step, estimate how long it's going to take. And I don't estimate in like it's going to take 45 minutes. I use the Pomodoro process, which I'm sure a lot of you that follow up with personal productivity have heard of, where you work for 25 minutes, you set an alarm. Once the alarm goes off, you take five-minute break. You can do it sort of at 15 minutes and 10-minute break as well, but I actually like the 25 minutes. So I put a red box around the next thing I'm going to do on my list or the next most important thing I'm going to do on my next most important thing on my list to make sure I do the most important thing. And I say, how many Pomodoros is this going to take me to do? And actually, even a better question than that is, what's the minimum number of Pomodoros I could do this in? A lot of the time, this might be one. And the important point of kind of squishing it into one, even if it's going to be tough, is that you will sort of fill your time with these with tasks. So if you say you think it might take two hours, you'll take at least two hours. You think, oh, I can get this done in 20 minutes. I'm going to force myself to get it done in 20 minutes. You kind of magically get it done in 20 minutes. So put a red box around the thing you want to do. Estimate the number of Pomodoros. Should really just be one. And then do it. And if you do this for the first three hours of your day, you'll have getting the six most important things off your list done. And you could probably just close up shop and you'll probably be more productive at that point than most other people in the world, you know, 85, 90%. If you find yourself starting to get tired, I like to batch small tasks. So small tasks for me are anything that takes, you know, two minutes or less to do. And in David Allen's book, he actually recommends small tasks never to even let them into your system to do them right away. I don't do this because... I find that sometimes I have like six small tasks and I lose 12 minutes and then I kind of get behind. So I don't like doing that. I save them for when I'm feeling tired. So if I've done now three hours of Pomodoros with my five minute breaks, but my mind's feeling a bit numb, then I'll take a, what I use as a half Pomodoro. I'll take 15 minutes, do as many two minute tasks on my list as I can and take a 15 minute kind of extended break before I come back and start rocking out the hard stuff again. So that's it. That is the capture short do. That's the Chris Cloney method to how to get things done. Um, like I said, that book was really important um, in my my life many years ago when I read it, getting things done. I used to start organizing my thoughts, thoughts and feeling more confident just in my day-to-day about how I handle reference information, handle projects, and handle tasks. Well, then I really started to extend that into this whole new model of capture, sort, do, everything. And it's just a matter of now everything that goes on my list, that's what I'm focused on. It's only one thing at a time. So I want to go through a couple struggles that I came up with Capture Sort Do that I've sort of found some workarounds for. And I don't know if, if you have noticed, but I tend to follow the similar process in most of my podcast episodes. And this is a, a learning framework. I think that's called Format, like the, the number four map by Dr. Bernice McCarthy. And it follows the, the learning framework as why, how, what, and what if. So if you'll notice a lot of the podcast episodes I do start with why, then how to do something, or sorry, why and then what to do, sort of the general coverage, then how, how do you specifically do it in that episode? This episode, it's the specific steps to capture, sort, do, and then what if. So I sort of perturb things a little bit. So what are some struggles? This is the what if is, what are some struggles with capture, sort, do that I've seen over the last, since I've been doing it, almost the last five years. One is journaling. So I I journal quite a bit um, every morning and every evening. I found that I actually like to take some time in the day to write out my thoughts it's another externalization tool. So if I'm thinking about something that can't go in an email, then I might write it in my journal notes. And this was getting kind of difficult within my capture short do framework because there's no real space for it. 
So what I ended up doing is, is this Christmas, actually, I read the bullet journal method by Ryder Carroll, and I started bullet journaling my, my to-do list. So I no longer use a sticky note or a thousand sticky notes like I, I was using at one point. I use uh, a bullet journal, and I kind of break things down that way. This gives me a really good place to store my weekly to-do lists or my weekly project summaries and that sort of stuff, and my monthly analysis as well. But I also get to journal on the same page as the day that's going on. So I have my task list is one side of the page, and then my journaling notes are on the other side of the page. And most of this journaling is reference material. And what do we know about reference material? Most of it is not important. It will never get used. But I do do an end-of-the-day review, and I'll move anything that's important to the projects or the task lists or even just a list of self-notes that I have, and we'll get into that in a, in a second. Um, the second struggle is around tracking telephone calls and meetings. Again, I didn't really have a good way to do this within my Capture Sort Do system, the bullet journal, the Bujo system, B-U-J-O, um, helped quite a bit with this in the sense that I got everything into one book. But then it really started to struggle when I got to multiple books because it was like, oh, where was the notes from that one meeting? I've actually moved to using what I now call a life sheet. And I got this from James Shremko, Shramko rather, at uh, Superfast Business. And this is really a digital sheet where you put everything in your life, just like it sounds. I've shared on social media a bit, a couple of images from mine. But one of the tabs in my life sheet, which is a Google Doc, and each sheet is a, is a different part of my life, one of them is just meetings and phone calls. So every time I have a meeting and phone call, I usually write it in my bullet journal, but then I'll go through at the end of the day and just do a summary and put those into my life sheet. And the really nice thing about having it in a Google Sheet is it's completely searchable. So I want to think about a conversation I had with a coaching student two years ago. Then I was typing that student's name into my sheet, and I can find the notes from that coaching call. So I really like that digitized, digitalization of that process. So there's some struggles I have with Capture Sort Do, the kind of paper-based method. And we'll probably do another episode about what I'm calling the anatomy of a business, all the other things that we have going on in our online business and how we organize that. It's actually a pretty complicated topic and, and deserves its own podcast episode. So stay tuned for that one as well. So in this episode, you've been listening just a solo episode, just me, talk about my personal productivity system, Capture Sort Do. Uh, some of the big takeaways are that you, you need a system in, in the first place, and you need to externalize. You need to get these crazy ideas out of your head because they'll, they'll sort of make your, your present every day pretty stressful if you can't get them out of there. This way you can be more present, you can be more focused, more creative, you can get good work done, and you're only working on one thing at a time. Closed projects are closed. They stay closed. They're not open. And you only look at open projects, and then you really only look at that to-do list, that task list for your one day, and really be really productive about that. So I hope you found some useful information in this podcast episode. Some other references I'd, I'd recommend are Deep Work by Cal Newport, which is a really great book in this area. Um, the Organized Mind by Daniel Levitin. And he also had a book, I think, Your Mind on Music or Your Brain on Music, which is also really great. A little bit unrelated to productivity, but these other two books are, are really helpful in this area. As always, if you want to download the transcripts of this podcast episode, we'll do up a really nice PDF version of that. We'll include them in the show notes at grablogger slash 13. And we'll also pull out a, a cheat sheet that you can use with the different steps. Well, there's only three steps, capture, sort, do. But the main points be below capture, sort, and do in these three steps um, and some of the tools that I used for implementing the system as well. So if you like this podcast episode, please... Uh, rate and review on iTunes. And if you have any thoughts or comments, you can leave them on social media. You can leave them on Twitter or Instagram. You can tag me at gradblogger uh, and I'll get back to you and, on your thoughts on that. It'd be great to hear from you in that those different mediums. 
And other than that, I appreciate you listening to the Grab Blogger podcast. I really look forward to continue to help you with productivity, with building a business, with building your side hustle, with finding something to do with your life after grad school besides going into industry, whatever it is, building your own independent research company like I'm doing and helping you through those struggles, those trials, those tribulations that I've really been through for the last, well, since 2016 when I started my business. So than that, we will talk soon, and I hope you have a great week ahead, and I am look forward to, to next week's episode of the podcast.